the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Good afternoon, Bay Area. Misha Dimitruk here, branch manager from the sunny Santa Cruz office. Essex Mortgage, my NMLS 694427. We are live here today bringing you information about home lending, about real estate financing, about industry updates and information, tips and tricks to aid you in your financial success when it comes to all financial endeavors. And as always, my phone line at 831-435-0385, my email, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com, and find me on Facebook or LinkedIn to relay over your needs when it comes to real estate financing, when it comes to setting your real estate acquisition goals, and um, generally just understanding any of the information that's shared with this show about how it can benefit you. I have been in home lending since 1996, and the last few years have been thrilling and interesting in that lots of things that were standards within the market and known information just did not follow the historic information or processes that we were used to and had become accustomed to. Now, this industry is ever in flux and change is imminent, um, but it still makes it more challenging to provide guidance. And it requires that us in the home lending industry be on the cutting edge of, of information as it changes, as things are proposed, and then learn how to utilize that information to the benefit of our clients. Released recently was the 2023 loan limits. Now, every year, the loan limits are reevaluated based on the median home price, and they are adjusted on a county by county basis. For the predominant Bay Area, we are considered a high cost market. Anyone who feels shocked by that, let's have a conversation. But that means that we are on the higher end of the affordability scale, but also the type top of the price tiers. Conforming, national conforming loan limits are going to be increasing. Presently, they are at $647,200. That's not a purchase price limit, but a loan limit, meaning that if you are not in a high cost market, anything above that national conforming limit is considered a jumbo loan. Again, because most of the Bay Area is in a high cost market, we are presently afforded a loan limit of $970,800. And that is going to take a jump to $1,073,000 for a single family home, one unit. 
and again, county by county. That information typically doesn't take effect until December when you would close in January and that would be an allowed loan limit. So again, let's take a look at where you're pre-approved, what counties you're shopping in. And this is why when people ask about getting pre-approved, we talk about specific counties or zip codes of an area that they're shopping. And that information is only valid for that specific zip code um, or within, as long as you stay within the same county. As long, if we know what you're shopping in county by county wise, then we can at least tell you if you're shopping within these counties, your loan limits will be the same. Now, these are for conforming loans. FHA, Federal Housing Authority, will have different loan limits, again, county by county, and again, based on units. And that information will come out shortly, and we'll be able to take a look at the increase. But the interesting piece of information here is that the big story all year has been about interest rates rising, not really still about the immense amount of market appreciation that people have been receiving on their real estate. We're still exceeding 20% market appreciation in many, many markets throughout the greater Bay Area and uh, California as a whole. So it's still moving in a great upward projection. Have things slowed down a bit? Yes. Is it lower appreciation than last year and the year before? Yes. But it's still way above what our average in the Bay Area, which has been historically 11%, which is also way above the national average of 4%. So we're still seeing tremendous growth within the markets. And it's definitely something that we want to make sure that buyers and homeowners alike understand about the market. Because again, the big conversation has been mostly about interest rates rising. And that has had some people sitting on the sidelines. Real estate is still an incredible investment. And your investment in real estate is going to continue to grow. And over long periods of time, you're going to see a tremendous rate of return. Now, for many, many years, it's been explained that real estate is a long-term investment strategy. Of course, there are plenty of shows that people see on TV that talk about quick returns on money. You buy a property that hasn't been modernized, hasn't been updated, maybe has a dysfunctional floor plan, and you turn around and the next thing you know, two days later in show warp speed, you have gotten to a point where that house is completely revitalized and they break down for you the cost and then their profitability. That still happens in lots and lots of places. It's not as much in the Bay Area, but it does still happen. Those people are still highlighting to you the investment opportunity in real estate. If you have questions about how to get into the investment of real estate, if you are looking to strategize how to make that where you're parking your money now, if you're feeling like the stock market is maybe too high risk, too volatile, too much for you to have to monitor, you want something tangible. You want to be able to go in and put your hand on a doorknob and say, this is my place. I understand. I can put money into it. I will get money back out of it. And if I wanted to liquidate, I can sell this property and move on. Definitely something for us to take into consideration here. When we talk about changes in the market, we're also taking a look at not just changes in the market as far as properties, but changes in the market in regards to demographics. Now, the, the boomers are a huge amount of the population of homeownership in the Bay Area. And many, many of this age range are taking a look and a hard look at what it is that they're doing with their future. Some are deciding to work longer in order to better utilize retirement dollars so they can stay in these high cost areas. 
some are taking a look at what might be available outside the walls. And to bring us that next perspective, we have with us Jeff Willey. Jeff, how are you today? I'm doing pretty well, Misha. How about yourself today? Doing great, Jeff. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Please remind everyone who you are and what you do, please. I'm a uh, licensed realtor, and uh, I have the designation that, uh, uh, of SRES, which uh, has me focused uh, primarily on the 55-plus uh, age demographic. And uh, uh, my license number is 019-31476, and the best way to reach me is on my cell, either by calling or by texting, which is 831 888-7685. Fantastic. Now, for those of you who are new to the show, Jeff is on a journey, and he has brought the benefit of that journey to all of us as listeners and are, is allowing us the opportunity to sort of participate in his plan and his deductions of decision-making and uh, you know how he goes about exploring what his golden years will really look like. Uh, Jeff, tell us What's next on Jeff Willie's greatest adventures? Well, I'll tell you what. It's been uh, really an interesting past four weeks or so uh, uh, because of, you know, Misha continuing educating us on alternative financing products other than just the conventional ones. Uh, you know, my interest is to uh, acquire a property, you know, whether it be uh, uh, a duplex or a fourplex, but basically an investment property that will be able to create some passive income for myself. And ideally, it might be in a market that, you know, I may want to move to at some point. Uh, uh, and when we started this series, you know, uh, Misha and I talked about, you know, a lot of the specifics, but there was also other considerations uh, that were hard to quantify. Uh, crime, uh, the economy, cost of living, uh, those types of things. And recently, I started working with a, uh, uh, a, a pretty large uh, uh, regional, uh, but they're national in scope, uh, uh, equity uh, property management investment company. And they've been able to quantify a lot of these specifics uh, uh, that are, are important to focus on, population growth, uh, household income, uh, median household, uh, change in crime levels, job growth over the last 12 months. And uh, in each one of these, you know, the information that basically they use data science to quantify this uh, is critical in properties that they look to acquire. And for myself, it applies to whether it be single family or multifamily. Uh, uh, for example, you know, in population growth, you know, uh, they get as specific that they want to see you know, a growth of at least 7% uh, or more annually uh, in large cities, over a million people, and they want to see a 10% growth with mid-sized cities. Uh, they talk about quantifying median household income. They're looking for, you know, in eight specific markets, uh, a 35% growth uh, over the past 11 years uh, uh, in that market. Uh, the same is with uh, uh, the house and the condo value. They want to see a 56% growth over the last 19 years. Uh, and, and this is all information that's publicly available if you know where to find it, which now I do. Uh, they want to see crime levels decreasing, you know, uh, on the scale of you, you look up for it to be less than 450. 
And then uh, the, the last main one that they use is uh, job growth. They want to see a job growth of above 4% annualized uh, 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 for the past uh, year or so. So uh, t- taking those types of criteria and applying them to uh, different cities that I've looked at, you know, some like uh, uh, Boise has been one that I thought, well, that's a pretty challenged market because inventory is coming up and prices, you know, have pretty well peaked, but it scores very high in all of these applications. Uh, so right now I'm starting to plan my trip uh, probably at the end of this month or in October to do Boise and Idaho Falls and Reno because they all score very high uh, in, in these other considerations. And then uh, uh, really the southeast, where my daughter lives in Charleston, you know, that's an area that I'm interested in. But there's some markets there like uh, Raleigh-Durham, Charlotte, Greenville, South Carolina. They score very high uh, uh, in all of these areas that is helping me target better those markets. So probably in February, because uh, uh, as you listeners know, I'm a strong proponent of uh, uh, touching and feeling and kicking the tires. You know, I'm going to make about a 10-day trip in the southeast to the Carolinas and uh, South Carolina and uh, kick the tires and check these uh, different markets out. But, you know, if, if any of your listeners are interested, you know, in how to maybe apply these analytics to maybe a location they're looking at, whether it be investment property or whether it be just moving, uh, they can reach out to me and we can uh, uh, can talk with them and I can work through the process and they can end up with, you know, a much better uh, focus on the market that they're looking at. And, uh, again, these are the type of services that both Misha and I, you know, want to apply and, and offer at no cost to your listeners. So uh, that that's kind of where I'm at right now. And uh, I, I think it's pretty important to be able to have some sort of uh, uh, quantified uh, uh, ability to, you know, these other considerations. Absolutely. I, and, and Jeff, your your information is so insightful because I think many, many people in many markets end up having analysis paralysis. They know what they know in their own community, especially if they've been there for quite some time. Um, They're looking at settling into a life and the the sort of daunting task of making determinations about where they're going to live their best life seems like um, the list is so long. And how do they even begin to deduce where they'll go next or what even their criteria might be. So this information um, for anyone out there who's considering making a move or is looking at how to make their lives more affordable, more in, more enjoyable, uh, please you know check back in with us, reach out to Jeff and have a conversation. He's a great guy at conversation just goes you know, very fluidly and comfortably. And um, he's obviously here to share with us the honesty behind all of the things that come into play when making this next decision. This is supposed to be your golden opportunity. And I would love to see everyone in the Bay Area who has been a homeowner or not um, decide what they want for their future, take hold of that, and be able to be confident in the decisions that they're going to make. Jeff, please remind everyone how to get in touch with you. The best and the easiest is just uh, call or text on my cell, 831 888-7685. I do have an email, which is jeff.willie, W-I-L-L-E, at exprealty.com. 
And uh, if you're driving and you're interested, but you forget uh, the right tent to get this stuff, you can always reach out to Misha and she can point, uh, point me to you as well. Absolutely. Thanks, as always, for joining us, Jeff. We really, really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Misha. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right. Well, looking forward to the next phase of Jeff's journey. He's going to touch base with us from the road and bring us all of the exciting information that he is acquiring along the way. Uh, So let's circle back here. The challenge from last week was about home ownership for the self-employed. And what are the options out there? This really triggered some fantastic conversation with some self-employed people in the Bay Area. I think, and I have for many, many years, because of the cost of living here and because of the, I think, the the overall entrepreneurship of the Bay Area, we have a lot of self-employed people here, more so than I've encountered through many other parts of the country that I've done lending in. And so this really hits a button for a lot of people because they just don't know that certain lending institutions will limit them. I had a great conversation with Julio who gave me a call and said, I need to know more about this bank statement loan product because I had a problem with a bank account. I had to close the account that I was in and because of fraud. And so my bank, I don't have 12 months of bank statements with the same institution. Let's talk about this. Julio and I got together. We looked at the three-month bank statement option, and he is happily out shopping based on the pre-approval that he received for his bank statements. Now, he relayed, he was told time and time again that there's no flexibility. There are no other options. And unfortunately, he just didn't get to the right person yet. So um, definitely, I encourage anyone who's being told, no, there's no other option for you. Give me a call. Likewise, I spoke with Tina. Tina had been declined, formally declined at her bank where she brings her business accounts at her credit union where she holds her personal accounts. Both of them declined her without offering her any other tip or any other information. Now, this was a twofold education for myself and for Tina. Tina got to learn how the profit and loss only, only having her CPA providing an unaudited profit and loss for the last 12 months gets her to the eligibility point that she needs to be at in order to acquire the property she seeks. And I got to make sure that I understood who the contacts were that she spoke with at both her bank and her credit union so I can reach out to them and have a conversation about their turndown business. If you are a direct lender, if you are a credit union loan officer, and you are turning down clients because they don't fit into the box of your current employer, please make sure you create an alliance with a local lender who has the opportunity to provide your clients with a great service. You can refer to a non-depository, meaning someone who isn't going to try to take their bank accounts and their savings accounts and their investment account portfolio and move them to an entirely different bank. This is definitely the benefit for you. So Tina was elated that she had any option. She was completely defeated, happened to be listening to our show and called in and it absolutely changed how she felt about the prospect of home ownership. So please, if you are self-employed, give me a call. If you are being told you don't qualify, if you've been declined, if you're being turned down or people are telling you you can't reach the value that you need to because of your 
paperwork, not supporting your ability to buy, let's have a conversation about how you get where you need to go. There are other catalysts besides just providing your tax. We're going to take a break and we'll be back here in just a moment. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area. In talking about the mortgage terminology for this week, I want to talk with you about the word qualification. Qualification is going to be talked out by your lender, by your realtor, uh, by the uh, all of the people within your transaction. And it's really going to be a hot button item. Your individual qualification as a borrower or a buyer in a transaction comes down to the review of your income, your asset, your credit, your employment history, and your um, your current employment status. So um, for those people who maybe thought of taking out a second job in order to help them qualify for a better, higher property price, um, they discovered after the fact that you need a two-year history of a second job in order for that to qualify. That has definitely tripped up a lot more people in the marketplace than, you know, than I care to even make note of when I get to, into the transaction and they say, well, I took out a second job and I've been there for six months and they've been absolutely busting their rear end to make the money and do the jobs. And unfortunately, that income does help bring more money to the table and is eligible to participate in the transaction as far as cash earned, but not as far as qualifying income. Uh, so when people talk about qualification, there are many different types of qualification. And in fact, the buyer or borrower on the loan qualifies just as much as the collateral, the house, the property, the, the condo, whatever it is that you're buying also has its qualifications. So it's really important to know when someone's talking to you about a challenge in qualification, being very, very specific about what that challenge is and who that is associated with, you or the property, the buyer or the collateral. If there's an issue with the collateral, typically it's a condition issue or a paper processing issue. We've run into the scenario many times over where the person who signed the contract is not legally authorized to negotiate the property. Uh, That comes into play when someone thought they recorded it into a trust, but they didn't. Or someone passed away and they wrote a will, but didn't have a trust. And the property hasn't gone through probate where the court agreed that the person left who was left the property in the will is given legal authority to negotiate the property. Uh, Sometimes it's based on condition. There's a defect at the property that needs to be remedied in order for that property to be sold correctly or specifically under that type of loan. When it comes to a buyer's qualification, the reason that we stump for pre-approval so vigorously is legitimately because of the fact that this is where we get to tell everyone in advance, these are the things that we need to work on so that you are the most eligible borrower. And that can include correcting credit issues that can go for correcting how an employer reports on a verification of employment. Sometimes employers are using electronic reporting systems and they put their information into a payroll system. That payroll system reports to these verification companies. And oftentimes we're running into information gaps. And that can be a time consuming issue to work through. So if you're waiting until you find a property in order to get formally pre approved, you may be doing yourself the biggest disservice in minimizing your stress because. Once you have a property that you want to make an offer on and you just found out 
that your employer isn't reporting your income correctly, and it's going to take 21 to 30 days for them to remedy this with their electronic reporting information. And they have a policy that they will not report directly outside of that reporting system. I promise you, it's so much more stressful than if we discover that well in advance of you even going out shopping. Oftentimes I hear people saying, I'm not gonna get pre-approved until I have enough money for my down payment. And my best comeback to that is, how do you know what you're saving for if you don't know what you qualify to buy? And most of them just say, well, I'm just saving. And that's great. Savings is always fantastic. But if you are saving with the objective of doing something specific with it, learn what the specific details of that are so that you know exactly what your target is. Make sure you understand how you're going to achieve it based on a set plan and get yourselves lined up with the opportunity to achieve success, knowing what that finish line looks like for you, because it is different for every person under the sun. Even if you have what you think are similar attributes in your life, there are definitely going to be differences from one person to the other. What you qualify for and how you qualify for it and the information used for qualification is going to be different than your brother or your sister or your cousin, even if you have the same job, even if you went to the same school, even if you think you have the same credit scores as reported by your credit cards or some of your credit monitoring systems. So please take into consideration that this is a very, very customized process. And we are here to provide you at no cost an understanding of what your purchase power is so that you specifically can understand how to achieve your own goals. We'll help you create that path to home ownership and help you mark your achievements checking in with you at intervals, seeing how things are going. And my favorite aspect of formal pre-approval, understanding what your monthly obligation would be so you can begin living as if that's your payment now. Set that money aside, pay your rent out of it, begin now living as if that's your payment and you will determine, does this work for my lifestyle? Does this fit my actual budget? because there are plenty of expenses in life that do not come into play in loan qualification. And we wanna make sure that homeownership is the dream that you envisioned. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some industry news that I think will be interesting for all of those investors out there. And again, we're gonna review over those investor options. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, and we'll be back in just a moment. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right. News you can use. The National Association of Home Builders does a quarterly uh, analysis. And right now what they're saying is that built for rent statistics are booming, meaning these are properties that are built specifically with the prospect of being rental homes is up 91% over the second quarter in 2021. Uh, they're usually a little bit behind the times as we're in you know, our, our third quarter presently. And this information is really key for investors. Why is that, we say? Because the reason that this interest is increasing is because of the limited qualification for a good portion of the population where they're saying that They don't qualify based on down payment. They don't qualify based on income to debt. Uh, They're having some sort of challenge right now. And that means there's a huge portion of the population that is 
not eligible to purchase. And it, we've talked about this before on the show, something like 40% of the population will remain renters. So for those investors out there, take heart. Buying an investment property is still a fantastic opportunity for you to make a good amount of money, to invest in a tangible asset, and to have an excellent write-off. So what we're seeing here, again, is building specifically for units to be rented. No longer renting, uh, building for properties to be sold to individuals, but actually building for the sole purpose of being rented and moving on now and, and maintaining those as long-term rentals. So for those of you who have thought about owning rental properties and just weren't certain that your paperwork supported it, uh, please take into consideration there are options out there that allow you to qualify without providing your tax returns. Specifically, the biggest and most beneficial catalyst for investors in current times is the debt service loan. The debt service loan is a loan that allows the projected rent, as determined by the appraiser, to show that it, the property itself will carry its own expense. The down payment can be as low as 15% in some cases, and credit scores down into the 600s. This is a pinpoint transaction, meaning we're not looking at your entire portfolio. We're looking at just the one transaction in contract. That property itself requires typically six months reserves, reserves being principal, interest, taxes, and insurance, and the credit score qualification. And that's it. The property has to appraise at the purchase price or you renegotiate. Even if the property's market rent analysis determines that the property will not meet the actual rental expense on the property, meaning the principal interest taxes and insurance and any applicable homeowners association dues, there are still loan options. There is the no debt service coverage option. The loan to value is a little bit lower, meaning you have to provide a slightly larger down payment. The credit score requirement is a little bit higher, but this comes into play for people who are looking to make a purchase that is going to be a vacation rental, a short-term rental, where the long-term lease analysis that an appraiser will do is not going to be depicting the actual income that you're going to be receiving on a property. So for those investors, again, take into consideration that real estate is always a sound investment. And even in this market where people are talking about how interest rates are high, investment properties are still turning cash flow. And market appreciation is still being achieved by people all across the Bay Area. So I encourage you to really take that to heart when you're looking at what you're going to do with your next steps in your portfolio. Oh, we have a treat for us today. We have with us Miss Maggie Barr. Maggie, how are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me on today. You are welcome, Maggie. Please remind everyone who you are and what you do. Well, I'm Maggie Barr. I'm a team lead at Keller Williams Santa Cruz, and I focus on the Santa Cruz County area. I can help both buyers and sellers. Fantastic. Now, Maggie, you have a great listing to discuss with our, our listening audience today. Please tell us all about it. I actually have a couple of listings um, oh. I wanted to tell you about. And one of them would be a great investment property. It's 
a small home. It's uh, 400 square feet in Boulder Creek. It's a two-bedroom, two-bath, and it also has a bonus art studio on the property for extra space for hobbies. And uh, thought that one is priced at three ninety-eight, and it's been on the market for just a week. So there's opportunities to see it this weekend on Saturday and Sunday from one to four. And there's another one as well. And I have a coming soon listing that I just put up. It's 165 Orchard Drive in Boulder Creek as well. And this one's a bigger home. It's 2,600 square feet, three bedroom, two bath. It also has um, two bonus rooms that have been added on and a little kitchenette. So if you have a, a multi-family uh, uh, living situation, grandpa living with you, or if you need a guest suite, it would be perfect for that as well. And um, that one is going to be priced just under a million. And that comes on the market in a couple of weeks. Fantastic. These both seem like great properties. And I'm really excited for you to share them with us. Maggie, please tell everyone how to get in touch with you to get more information about these listings. Sure. It's um, 831-252-0504 is my phone number. You can call me or text me at that number. And my number, uh, my email address is M-A-G-G-I-E-B-A-R-R at kw.com. And uh, you can check out the listings um, online. The first one is 214-T-I-E-L-H.com. And then the um, Orchard listing will be 165orchard.com when it comes up in about a week and a half. So thanks for having me on, and I'm happy to help anyone out there that needs information about properties in Santa Cruz County. Wonderful. Thanks so much, Maggie. We appreciate your time. All right. Thanks. Wonderful. All right. We'll be taking a break, and we'll be back with this week's challenge. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know me. This is my favorite part of the show. The weekly challenge affords me the opportunity to roll out to you a question, um, a scenario, a concept that I want to hear your feedback on. And the conversations that I get to have with you, our listeners, based on these challenges is invigorating. It's riveting and it definitely aids in me understanding what our listeners need to know about the market, need to strategize on in order to feel like they're um, playing the game smartly. And this is something I hear about a lot. Now, there's a lot of fear from buyers right now because of a few different things. It's not just interest rates. They're concerned that interest rates continue to go up. All the more reason to buy in now before it gets more expensive. They're concerned about values coming down. Now, as we're seeing the market slowing, we're still seeing market appreciation, which just speaks to how strong the market is in the first place. Is there going to be a leveling or a normalization in the market? We absolutely hope so. As professionals in this industry, we want to make sure that homeownership is still affordable for people who qualify. And we want to make sure that it's attainable and, it's, and it's, there are properties out there for people to buy when the time comes. And we also hear a lot of concern about what happens with insurance? You know, if you have insurance on a property and the insurance 
changes or they don't renew you, what will happen? Will you be insurable? Are you able to get the protection that you need in order to keep the terms of your loan? And the answer to all of this is yes. Yes, interest rates are rising, but it's still historically low and still within the range of qualification for a good portion of the population of the Bay Area. Yes, values are leveling somewhat, but they are still market appreciation to be had. And yes, having insurance, even if your insurance non-renews you based on your location, there are still alternatives to having insurance. And there are options to ensure that you have insurance for the duration. So the challenge for this week is to those buyers who are maybe fearful. Um, I talked to a lot of buyers in the last few weeks who have actually said that they, they were hesitant over the last few months because interest rates were rising and they just couldn't take the competition anymore. What I'm hearing from realtors based on their open house statistics on how many people are not showing up and how many offers they're not bringing in, that the plethora of multiple offers that are being provided or were being provided last year is just not happening at this time. And that buyers should get really excited about seeing properties, making sure they qualify in advance and putting in that offer, allowing a seller to negotiate with them. That's what real estate is really based on, the negotiation and making sure that that deal is artfully put together so that both parties benefit and everyone gets where they would like to go. If you are a buyer, if you are a prospective buyer, if you are looking to buy a, a primary residence, a second home, an investment property, maybe you're a senior who's looking to downsize, now is the time for you to understand what all of your lending options are. Whether it's a standard full documentation loan, whether it's a debt service loan as an investment property, whether it's a reverse mortgage purchase to ensure you don't make a mortgage payment for the rest of your days, there's an option out there that suits your financing needs and I am here to help you with it. 831-435-0385 is my phone number, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. I'm also on Facebook or LinkedIn. Now, this show does rebroadcast on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. and Sundays at 3 p.m. if you missed any part of it. But if you have specific questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me and let me know how I can help you solve your financial puzzles. The times are changing. And with that, you need to understand what your position is. If you looked at purchasing last year, if you looked at it two years ago, if you haven't looked at it in many, many years, but maybe you're thinking that change would be the right thing for you, there's definitely a product out there that will fit your needs and help you achieve your goals. Even if you're a first-time home buyer, even if you have limited down payments, there are flexible options. And really, it's a matter of understanding that in the marketplace right now, there are a ton of properties and properties in all ranges from the very, very high end to the lower end of entry-level properties, we like to call them, for the first-time buyer, for the move-in buyer, for the downsizer, there's something out there for you and your flexibility and your qualifications are really going to help you understand what your options are. Now, in this challenge, I want people to understand that there's a couple of things that we want to actively do. We want to take a look at your credit. 
You don't want to work off of just the credit score you pull from your credit card. We want to take a look at your documentation. We want to give you that full and formal pre-approval. We want to walk you through all of those steps so that you understand exactly what it is that your criteria qualify for. Oftentimes I get people who call and say, I just want to tell you a few things about me. You tell me ballpark. And what I can tell you is if someone is giving you ballparks in this industry, they are doing you a disservice because there is very specific and finite information available to you. Now, for my buyers, I give them a, here's what you would qualify for in the best rate environment today. And when I qualify you for shopping, I'm adding to that a quarter or a half a point in interest rate because of the market you're shopping in and understanding that it might be a while before you make a buy. And I want to make sure you qualify. Additionally, I'm adding to the insurance and I'm asking that people go out and get quotes from their real estate agents. I'm reaching out to my insurance agents asking, this person is interested in putting in an offer on this property. Is this available for insurance? What would the cost be for that? So we have a solid understanding of it. If you're working with an online institution and you see uh, double digit numbers for insurance anywhere in the Bay Area or the state of California, be concerned that you might not be getting the most relevant information about what a real insurance cost would be in your market. It has been a pleasure being with you again this week. I look forward to hearing from you and speaking with you again next week. As always, be safe and stay well, Bay Area. M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. Here to serve your needs. Thank you and enjoy. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.